Hey, good people, how we doing? For those of y'all who are returning, welcome back. You know we love to have you. For those of y'all who it's your first time here, I love you. I thank you. As Jay-Z says, y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but I'm glad you're here with me. My name is Kyle, and I'm from Finding Good Times. This is Good Radio. This is actually a, a special episode. This is Good Radio Live. Live meaning we are on IG Live right now, right? No room for mistakes, no room for edits, no room for... you. Know, and, and that's the thing with, with Good Radio. I never really edit it unless it's um, a technical problem or an audio problem, right? But I never really take anything in and out of... Uh, either the interviews or, or what I say, because I want it to free flow, you know. Sometimes we get so, um, we make things so pretty and pristine that um, we lose the realness of it. We, we lose the essence of it, right? We lose the visceralness of it because we're trying to make it so so pretty and so filtered. And um, sometimes you, guys, you just got to do it raw, right? Pause, no, 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 you know. <laughs> Do, do the show raw, do some other things with protection. Anyway, um, so what I want to, first of all, I want to shout out uh, my brother Carter, who uh, we did an episode yesterday live, uh, but IG yeah, has a weird thing about it going over a certain time and it lost the episode, but he was on here yesterday. I'm going to put that episode up as like a pre-episode, but this is going to be officially episode one of um Good Radio Live, but shout out to Carter. Carter has a restaurant on, uh, if you're in Brooklyn, Nostra and St. Mark's, it is Nostra Social. If you want to get some really good Creole food, some really good Cajun food, y'all check that out. That's my man's 100 grand for about, what, 10, 15 years now, and that boy could throw down in the kitchen, so y'all better please, 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 please check that out. All right, so let's get down into business. Uh, I want to start out this episode with the definition of a word. Right. Um, confrontation. Confrontation. Um, a lot of times in, in the recent uh, era, in the recent goings on, especially on social media, a lot of people have been having to deal with their discomfort. A lot of a lot of people have been given a space where they can they can vent and release aggressions and and you know things that they've been pent up they had pent up for a very long time right but it's not always the easiest thing because some people are just not confrontational people right we always try to put this negative thing on the word confrontation right even i'm looking at the definition right now confrontation how they define it is a hostile or argumentative meeting or situa- situation between uh, opposing parties, right? But when I think about conf- confrontation, I think about something that has to be necessary, right? I think about confrontation as something that is vital in order to move things along, in order to progress. If we always, like, I know a lot of people who shy away from confrontation, right? Who just say, you know, just let it be, just let it go. You know, a lot of people, and, and we use this a lot in this country, right? A lot of people say, let go, let God. And that's their way of saying, I don't want to confront it personally. I don't want to, I don't want to take it on myself. And I get what, you know, uh, the religious people are saying, right? But sometimes it's necessary to confront things. Sometimes it's necessary to confront things that make you uncomfortable. Sometimes it's necessary to say, you know what? I'm not, I can't, I can't let this rock. I can't let this go on. One of the biggest things in my life that I've seen is if you let something go on once, you give it an okay to go on again and again and again and again and again. I'm telling you, I I have never seen so many people be agitated like right now and it actually makes me happy it actually makes me really glad and i'll tell you why right because if we just allow people to continue to do their nonsense and not tell them then we can't blame them because they don't know 
right? Think about being in a relationship. Think about being in a relationship and the, your partner keeps on doing something that pisses you off, right? But you never tell them that it pisses you off. And then you just walk up one day and leave. That person has a right to be confused. That person has a right to be mad. That person has a right to, to be bewildered and, and upset because you never told them what made you mad. Right? And in these days and times, I'm finding myself like faced with this, this back and forth of do I confront people? Do I tell people about themselves? Do I... Do I let people know exactly what I'm feeling? I've never, I've, I've, I've not always had that voice. Vinay is in the room right now, and Vinay is one of the people that has always had um, a, a, a very upfront voice, right? One of the things that I've always admired about Vinay is that she always has that, that I'm gonna tell you how I feel. Because it's necessary, regardless of of how you feel about it. I'm going to tell you because it needs to be said. And I've always respected that, right? But it's sometimes where, where you, where I kind of feel bad, like, dad, Jim, does this, does this person, is, is this person going to be offended? Is this person going to cry in the car? Right? Is this person going to hold it against me for the rest of their life because I'm telling, telling them something that, that needs to be said, right? I'll give you an example, right? Like, I felt bad yesterday because I got on here and I saw something that made me upset on IG, on, on a story. And um, it just so happened that in conjunction with me getting upset with um, a, a, a certain person, I'll say, you know, a certain person... Um, I guess putting on a, a caricature of what they thought urban is. Um, I, I went to IG live with it, right? Because I, so me and someone else were talking about something totally different and something about affecting the urban accent and affecting, uh, you know, I guess old school, they would call it Ebonics. Nowadays they call it the AAVE African-American vernacular, vernacular experience. And, um, I went to IGTV with it and I felt so bad. I felt so uh, bad inside because I didn't come to that person first. Right. And the reason I didn't come to that person first is because I felt like, wow, that person's really gonna, it might really hurt this person's soul. <laughs> it might really uh, turn this person off, not only from me, but from doing what they quote unquote love to do right and then when i got off of igtv i felt bad or off of instagram live i felt bad and y'all could watch it it's it's in the in the uh the grid or the store whatever it's, it's up um i felt bad and i went to go um message the person And I said, wait, why am I, why am I apologizing? This is, this is necessary, right? This is necessary for this person to, to see this, to hear this. It might not have been direct because the person might not have been able to take that direct hit, but it's necessary for them to hear it. How many times do we get in situations where we know Somebody has to hear it. And, and and we know that they're not ready for the tough love at the moment, but they need it. It's funny because um, I mentioned Carter at the beginning of this uh, this episode. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm open. I'm vulnerable with what I've been through um, in the past two years and life, whatever. But. Uh, there was one particular moment that always stand, that always will stand out to me that I had just had to confront within myself, and um, that I it always stands out in my head. 
and it was a particular night where I was off the, off the sauce, off the rocker, and a confrontation happened. And it wasn't until that confrontation that I saw what that I, I saw that I was moving really ridiculous, crazy out here. And let me say this: I've always moved ridiculous and crazy, right? I've always been like the the do the most type of dude. <laughs> but when when you add in substances and when you add in um, depression and you add in lost relationship and you add in all of these other factors um add in a lack of purpose then you start you you take doing the most you know just because that's your personality to doing the most and being hurtful doing the most and being uh um disgusting to people right and it took that confrontation in order for me to learn yo I, i need to change it wasn't a pleasant confrontation. Confrontation isn't supposed to be pleasant. We were talking yesterday about the need for people to be coddled, right? We live in this sort of coddle culture. Vinay says it happens with, with parent relationships a lot. Exactly what I was about to say. It, we, we live in this coddle culture where we want our egos petted. We want everyone to be nice and kind. And we want people to have these kumbaya, sit down. Let's sit down and talk about it moments. And let's be, be uh, you know, kind to each other. But sometimes things aren't kind situations, right? Racism isn't, we said this yesterday, racism isn't a nice situation. So you can't really deal with it in a nice way all the time misogyny and calling women out of their name and 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 abusing women and sexual assault and all these things are not nice situations so you can't deal with it in nice petting coddling ways sometimes you got to get in there and say yo she brought up uh parenting sometimes it's it's good to talk to you know i've definitely had you know moments as as a child where my parents were more conversational in their chastisement, but sometimes it was necessary for them to, you know, chin check and chin check. I, I almost cursed, right? But you know, sometimes it was it was it behooved me more for them to use that that direct, um, sometimes aggressive uh, manner of confrontation in order to check my behavior, right? And sometimes that's necessary. I don't think um, it's always necessary. I think sometimes, and this is the thing too I want to talk about, right? This is the thing too I want to talk about. There's a difference between confrontation in terms of positivity, confrontation in terms of um, progress and being effective, and then confrontation being a hater. Right. I had to check myself uh, yesterday with that. Um, I had to check myself yesterday because I had to ask myself, yo, am I, am I hating? Am I hating or am I am I just am I being a, a real like am I out there looking looking out for that person? And I think always the simplest thing for me, you know, when I'm dealing with confrontation myself or when I'm giving it out, right, is are you offering ways for the person to better themselves? Are you offering ways for the person to grow? Are you offering ways, a pathway for a person to become a progressive version of themselves, right? A hater don't want you to grow. A hater just want to throw salt in your game. A hater just want to throw salt in the system. A hater just want to, uh, want to, want to say, oh, you whatever you you can't do it that's that's what a hater wants to cap you right a hater wants to say you can't do this period a a a progressive confrontation sounds like you can't do this but or you shouldn't do this but right there's always a but there's always a but you know and, and I, I also talk about being, I'm, I'm going to get to some of these comments in a second, but I also talk about being the butt guy a lot, right? Because um, 
a lot of times people put in the in the front of the butt all of the niceties and all of the coddling things, right? And then on the other side of the butt, they put the real. So they say, I love you, but I don't mean to hurt your feelings, but you're a cool person, but you know what I'm saying? They 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 put that that cushion in before they really want to say what they say. And I say, cut all that cushion off. Just say what you really want to say. Just tell me what what I really need to do. Um, Vinay says, sometimes is uh, is the other way around. As adults, we have to explain to our parents exactly we're not kids. That's important too. That's really important too. Sometimes, and and not it, not just parents and children, but in terms of older people and younger people in general, right? Some, especially nowadays, especially now, we see on the on on the internet all the time where the children are confronting the parents about their about their racism. The children are confronting their parents about their their bigotry. The children are confronting their parents about uh, the small boxes that they've been in. You can't blame the parents all the time because this is they're coming from a system that has been contrived for them. That's what I always say. The world has been was so contrived before, you know, the internet, before IG, before people having access. I like five years ago, ten years ago, I couldn't get on and you know put the voice out how I'm doing right now, right? Do do these type of things, and opening up that access also opens up a lot of perspectives that we've never seen before. I think one of my favorite things about the because y'all know i love stories i love stories right one of the, my favorite things about um ig and about listening to podcasts and hearing other people's voices is it gives me a thousand eyes it gives me the the superpower Right. People don't understand the, that we have superpowers just because we ain't running around like Superman deflecting bullets and uh, whoever else. We have superpowers. Right. And one of these the superpowers is to engage in people's stories, because when you can engage in someone's story really well and you're a really good listener and not only a good listener, but a good hearer and you can take their their empirical knowledge and shape it into your understanding or or let it sink into your understanding and get that wisdom get that new perspective that's such a superpower that's how people are marketed to look the best marketer is the person that could get up inside your head get up inside your perspective so well that they're able to sell you something that you don't really need isn't that what a marketer does it's a superpower right the best artists are the people that are able to 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 shape and mold their medium, whatever medium that is, and hit someone viscerally who they've never even met before because they have such a, a unique perspective. They're able to use their perspective in order to give other people perspective. They're using story as their superpower. And superpowers can be used for good and evil, right? We we always get people using stories in awful ways, right? We get certain narratives that aren't right, that aren't correct. Certain ideas about people that are just awful and stereotypical and not true. It's the power of story. It goes back to what we were talking about yesterday, right? Just shaping this image of people that are not true shaping images of 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 black folk or of spanish folk or of white folk or of women right or of men or of whoever that fits a that fits the patina of the argument i i really don't like that i i really despise when people fit a narrative just to satisfy their argument at the time. And then you catch them on another argument and the narrative is totally different. I can't stand that. And some, and a lot of times I get people with that. I see people doing that. Right. 
and I, I can't stand it. If you're going to have one narrative and, and be single lens for, for one thing, then be single lens all the way around. Be consistent, right? Don't, don't try to game the system for your particular argument at this one time, right? See, that's the bad thing about confrontation, too. Like I said earlier, it's like, and like Vinay said, it's a thin line between being um, a progressive critique and a hater because sometimes, <laughs> sometimes haters are really, really good at what they do. I've seen some really stealthy haters, like haters that, like how they say um, a wolf in sheep's clothing, right? Like the person who is really there to, and, and that's the thing. And I love that, that, that the wolf in sheep's clothing came because a lot of times when people are hating, right, they're feeding something in themselves, they're feeding something that they're feeding this, this appetite and desire for pain. They're feeding this appetite for exactly. They're feeding this appetite for, for loss. I, I don't know if I put this up on an episode or not, but I, I, I might as well talk about it now. I might've put it up on a, on a finding good voices episode, but I'll, I'll read redefine it um or say it again um bitterness bitterness a lot of people talk about bitterness but they don't really get the full scope of how deep it runs right in my view bitterness comes from disillusionment disappointment from life right like like um the raisin in the sun that dries up. Sometimes when we have those dreams and those goals and those visions and those, um, those horizons that we never reach the finish line that we never reach because of whatever reason, either our fault or, or, you know, conditions, world things happening. We don't reach our personal finish lines. So we get disappointed with life. And when that disappointment sits on us, it becomes like this sludge, this goo that calcifies and turns into bitterness. And bitterness hurts because literally what bitterness is, is seeing other people happy, seeing other people do what they do. Seeing other people go after their dreams, seeing other people reach their goals, seeing other people have friends, seeing other people have family, seeing other people be in love, seeing other people do all of the things that you can't see yourself do and getting mad at it. It literally hurts because you're seeing what you want for yourself and what you see that or what you think that you can't attain personally. And because you think you can't attain that happiness personally you try instead of sitting there and being hurt like a scott summers you you when you see it the beams start coming out so you try to destroy it at every chance you get you try to destroy someone's happiness at every chance you get you try to be a, a, a divisive force in people's relationships at every chance you get you try to, to to tackle someone's dreams or you try to nudge them off their path because you can't see that for yourself it hurts to see happiness in other people. So instead of, of living with that hurt, you have to activate something in you and, and take away their happiness. And it's so, it's so pervasive. It's so pervasive, especially in communities where not a lot of opportunities are given, Right? They call it the crab in a barrel effect. If you don't see yourself having an opportunity to grow, then you will destroy someone else's opportunity to grow. That's why it's so important. <clears throat> That's why it's so important. And if y'all are hearing the, the firecrackers in the background, it's about 10 o'clock here in, in, in Brooklyn. Y'all know what it is. So <laughs> Joe, just ignore those. We're going to keep on going with the, with the show. Anyway, um, that's why it's so important to 
realize that your purpose is not personal. Because if we get to the place where we just do what we do for us and we don't care about anyone else and we're not trying to uplift. See, I, I believe that whenever you get on or whenever you do something and have catch some eyes or catch some buzz or catch some attention, you should be uplifting other people. You should be helping other people. You should be growing other people. Right. I said this. Um, I'm, I'm like a. I'm like someone who was hungry that found some bread and I'm telling other hungry people where I came from, where the bread at. It's so important to give back. Not because it makes you look good, but because if we all uplift the community, then there's very little people that have that sense of bitterness. That have that sense of, of, of jealousy and envy. And there's always going to be envious people. There's always going to be jealous people. There's always going to be people that's, that's, that don't have as much shine as you, that don't have as much glow as you, that don't have as much uh, charisma as you, that don't have as much pizzazz as you, whatever, that try to throw salt in the game. But a lot of times, it's, it's that person not seeing great for themselves. That's why it's so important for me to, to speak life into other people, right? Even if I'm confronting people, even if I'm speaking in a way that seems um, aggressive or agitative, it's, it, it, it comes from a place of speaking life. It comes from a place of, of saying, yo, I know you could do better than this. And that's what I said yesterday when I finally sent the message off. I said, look, I know that you can do better. A lot of times when we, conf- or, yeah, when we confront people, um, and we do it from a hateful place or we do it from a, um, a, a place of pure anger. We don't see better for people. Exactly. Aggressive and assertive are not the same thing. That's, that's, that's very true. That's very, that's a, that's a good fix, right? Aggressive and assertive are not the same thing. Sometimes, um, a lot of people confuse, someone being passionate and someone being um, authoritative and someone taking control of the situation or, or, or really being firm as someone being pugnacious and someone being um, someone being really meant to like a punch is meant to hurt you. Right. But if I if I grab you and say, listen, that might not be to hurt you. That might be to get you to listen. Not saying that you should be hitting anybody. Um, but sometimes it, there's a, there's definitely a difference between being aggressive and being assertive. That's that's very true. Thank you, Amina, for bringing that up. You know what? I'm I, I, I it's so important. I believe also to. It's important to deal with that in the early stages of you feeling how you feel. It's so important to deal with it in the early stages. Because, again, like the bitterness thing, when it sits and is allowed to fester and allowed to to mutate into something more diabolical, that's when the anger comes out. That's when it becomes aggression instead of assertion, right? When it's left to, left to sit. You got to, as soon as you feel like, yo, this person's moving wrong or I'm offended or, or um, I don't like how that person's talking to me or I don't like how that person's talking about me. You got to nip it in the bud. That's what my mom always say. You got to nip that thing in the bud. Because the more you allow and give it room and give it space to breathe and grow. The more you say it's okay. The more you give that thumbs up to it. And then a lot of times what what will happen with us. And I saw uh, in my conversation last night what, what will happen. I had to think about this as well. Is if you have allowed something to go on for years and sat on the sideline of something going on for years. And then all of a sudden you get woke <laughs> and, and, and you think it's your responsibility to 
to do this and not saying that if you get if you come up come into a certain type of knowledge you shouldn't spread it but you have to see it from the other person's perspective right like you was okay with this the whole entire time right you you were okay with with you were sitting right there the entire time so it reads a, a little bit weird for people and, and I had to deal with that last night and I'm like huh right because a lot of times we we allow ourselves or allow people to you know and one thing I gotta say we we train people exactly how to treat us we inform people exactly how we expect to be treated we give people a play-by-play pamphlet of our expectations of our standards right of how we expect to be respected what we want from them we give people these these cues every single day and a lot of it starts with how we treat ourselves. A lot of it starts with how we carry ourselves, how we respect ourselves. But a lot of it is also how what we allow other people to do around us. A lot of a lot of it is what we allow people to do in our presence. I can't say that I am a person that stands for something and allow that same thing to go on in my presence without confrontation. I can't say that I stand up for black women and allow them to be called out of their name whether the conversation is personalized or generalized. I can't allow racist talk or bigoted talk, no matter how intentional. I can't allow something that I say I stand for to be lessened around me and say I still stand on it. That means you're not based in solid ground. That means you're not based in solid ground. That means you're not rooted in what you say and claim to believe. If you let, and and, and I know, like I, I said this before, right? If you stand for something, you can expect to get heat. You can expect that there will be repercussions. You can't, you have to expect repercussions for when you stand for something because you're not moving. You're, it's like things coming at you, but you're standing for something. So you, you're not moving. You're going to get hit. You're going to take the hits. But if you stand for something, you have to stand for it. You can't be ducking and dodging every time that there's a, 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 a confrontation to be had. Every time there's a com, com, um, something that you got to really fight for. If you really want to fight for something, fight for it. If you really want to fight for something, you got to fight for it. And yeah, sometimes you're going, sometimes people are going to aggressively be against what you're fighting for. Sometimes people are going to aggressively want to defend their way of life and aggressively defend what they have rationalized in their head as being okay. You know how many times I tell my friend this summer, uh, last summer, actually, last summer, I I spoke to a a really good friend of mine, actually, about catcalling. I cannot stand catcalling. I think one, it is the worst form of 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 interaction. And as a person who loves human interaction, I think anyone who lessens uh, the, the impact of human interaction or makes people want to shy away from human interaction, I think that's egregious. I think that it, you got to knock that off, right? Um, I so, so I hate catcalling. I hate that it can be 
traumatic. I hate that it could be hurtful. I hate that people have been hurt by it physically and some people have died from it, right? I, I hate that people get their egos hurt and they want to attack, right? I hate catcalling as a staff, record label, and MF and crew. Hate catcalling. But I would be a hypocrite if I'm standing there outside of a bar and allow my, my, my friends to be catcalling women as I stand there and I say that I am against this and I say that I'm for the protection of women and I say that I'm for the uplift, uplifting of women, I would be a coward to stand there and allow that person to go through that pain and go through that experience and I just sit there on the sidelines with all my talk and all my rhetoric, and all my words, and all my gung-ho, whatever, whatever, all of my social media posts, and I don't confront it in real time. And I think that's where we have to get as not only a community, but as a world, as like the standard. Don't just talk about it. Don't just be about it yourself, but hold other people accountable. Like, uh, Like Amina just said, accountability you got to not only hold your and and, and this is the thing and i'm giving away all my little things (laughs) but it's cool um i love y'all that's why i do it um the three levels of 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 being right the three levels of of humanity um number one is, is is your words right words are important what we choose to talk about, what we choose to write down, what we choose to record, what we choose to document. Words are important. What we choose to share on our social media platforms. Words are so important. Number two, our actions. That's the next next step. That's the next progression. How What we choose to not only say, but what we choose to do. But the highest form, the highest form of humanity is who we inspire. What we choose to teach other people and when you stand on the sidelines of something egregious happening and you let it happen you teach the people around you that it's okay with you you teach the people around you that it's fine you teach the people around you that it's kosher that can't happen we got to be able to say you know what i I'm, i'm confronting you out of love out of love out of a genuine love. Now, if it's not a genuine love, then don't be confronting people. Don't be no hater, right? Don't be trying to throw salt in the game because you because you are insecure or because you are bitter about your situation or no, 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 don't do that. That's egregious in itself and that warrants confrontation in itself. But if you are really concerned and you really claim to be about something, and you really do that in your own life. That's another way that you could discern uh, a, a person who's really confronting you out of love and a person who's just a hater is are they doing that same thing that they telling you not to do in their own life? Did they knock it off in their life? Right. Because I can't tell someone, yo, you better you can't you got to stop using the B word so much. And then I'm using I'm calling everybody I know out their name, every woman I know out their name. I have to reform my own behavior before I reform anybody else's. I got to tell people about, I got to, I got to check myself before I check. Hey, what's up, Moreno? I got to check every, (laughs) damn, I'm supposed to be live, but I haven't seen her in a minute. Um, I have to check myself before I check anybody else. And it's crazy because she said uh, some people can't stop, which is very true, because we live in this society where, oh, I got my phone. I got this piece of information and people just want to throw up the information as soon as they get it. People want to be first to the punch. They want to be the most wokest. They want to be the most, you know, they, they, they want to be the person that has the. And I've done that so many times and end up not knowing what the heck i'm talking about because i'm so i just want to get the information out i just want to be known for being the being the the most wokest person i just want to be the most wise person in the room but one if you're not internalizing 
if you're not internalizing, that's it. If you're not, if you are woke, but you're not waking anything up. If you not, if you not see a lot of people, we try to talk life, but you can't just talk life into people. You have to bring life to people. Right. A lot of people out here, they want to be the, 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 the most wokest person in the room, but do absolutely nothing in their community, do absolutely nothing to to actually put in place things that will uplift their community. Right. Everybody want to say that they gentlemen, everybody want to say that they uh, um, whoever. But when it comes to confronting your boys and confronting your friends and confronting the men folk around you about their uh, toxic nature towards women, everybody get quiet. Oh, I, I don't want to confront them. I, I, I don't want to get in their business. I, that's not my business. No, no. You know what? Sitting on the sideline and professing that you believe in something. That's cowardice. When you sit on the sideline, right? I was never. I was always the type of person. If I saw someone get bullied, and I and I banged out with that person, I liked that person, right? And I and I sat there and watched you get bullied. I would have a problem with myself, right? If you if I saw you and you let your friend get bullied, now you getting punked. Now 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 you to laugh. I'm a, I'm a crack jokes on you for the whole entire rest of the year because i'm not gonna judge that man forget or that kid for getting his butt kicked i'm gonna judge you because you're supposed to be his friend and you could have did something you could have stepped in don't tell me how how good of friends we are and how much you'll stand up for me and then when it's time to stand up for me you don't don't tell me how how woke you are when it's time to actually do some action and put some boots in the ground you ain't with it don't tell me how how much you love me, but when it's time to sacrifice and it's time to really show that love, you know where to be found. It's not just about words. Words are level one. It's about the actions. It's about the actions. And and actions are just level two. It's all it's it's about the who you inspire. What you inspire people to do when I was in my, in my, um, when I was in my crazy time, right. And Kay, you know, she, she used to see me when I would go out and, and be at, uh, Franklin park and all that. And just doing crazy nonsense and not doing, uh, ain't, ain't nobody was confronting me or some people was confronting me, but I wasn't really taking heed. Right. But when I was out, right. I, I was just not. There was no purpose. There was no purpose behind anything. Right? I could get up in the morning and go on IG and say all these nice, inspirational, uh, you know, pretty sounding things. But at the core of what was happening, I was lost. See, we all we all do that, right? We all we we it's it's so cool to put up something on IG. It's, it looks so nice, and your 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 skin looks so beautiful, and you look so filtered, and you look so cute, and oh, that's a nice suit you got on, and a nice dress, and you look so dapper, and you look so pretty. What's going on on the inside of you? What's going on on the inside of you? I've been saying this a lot over the past couple of days. It would be a shame to get a gift that's wrapped so beautifully, but has nothing inside the box. Yeah. A lot of us are giving gifts to people that look really nice, but they ain't nothing inside of the box. Because it takes confrontation with ourselves to know that. When we sit down, and this is why I love this this period so much, this period of of uh, quarantine time, because I did not have a lot of people uh, to to interact with. I didn't have a lot of people to to talk to and uh, you know come into contact with. So I had to sit down with myself. I had to sit down with myself, and I had to make sure that. I was okay with hanging out with me. I had to, I had to, I had to make sure that I had to make sure that I was okay with being who I was 
I had to look in the mirror and say, yo, you do a lot of crazy nonsense. <laughs> you do a lot of stuff that, like, if I'm looking in the mirror and seeing myself as two entities, you're doing a lot of stuff that I do not want to be around for the next couple of months. <laughs> so I know that people ain't wanting to be around them when we was out in the world. So I had to confront myself and say to myself, yo, you got to change some things. Some things are not dope. Some things are not fly. Right. But when we are able, when we are able to confront ourselves and say, yo, get get up, put in the work, make yourself better. Then we could go and tell other people. Right. And and a lot of times and I'll end on this because it's, it's rounding out uh, and IG uh, the live might end. A lot of times what people do is they're afraid. They're afraid to be who they are they're afraid to step into step in their new light and exemplify this new light that they found because they're afraid that other people are going to call them inauthentic they're afraid that other people are going to act like they're not real really real with what they're doing first of all i don't i don't i'm trying not to curse and this is again not me being holier than thou i just believe that uh what it's important what we put in our body and it's important what we, the seeds that we put out into the world as well. Um, I just choose, because I, I used to cuss up a storm. I just choose not to. Uh, I'm okay with anybody else doing it. That's fine. It's not one thing that I stand on. Um, but, you know, it's, it's man, this is it's hitting me right now too. Mm, wow. Because a lot of people will try to invalidate what you do because they know the old you. They have the reference of who you were. You've built up all of that, 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 that social currency and you built up all of that, um, fidelity in who you used to be. People are, they, they build that system based off of what you are consistently. We are what we consistently do. And because it, it you were consistently a jerk, People are expecting you to be a jerk. And if you present something that isn't jerkiness to them, they don't believe it. They think it's inauthentic. Or if you present being a hardworking person, but you've always been a not so hardworking person, they think it's inauthentic. One, don't care about what people say because it's not you don't do things for their their validation. You might do it for them to 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 grow from, but you don't do it for, for their validation. Two, you got to be consistent with it. That's the thing. You can't, you can't say that you stand for one thing one day and then you waver and you teeter and you, you know, go back and forth. You have to be able to say, yo, this is, this is what I believe right now. And this is what I stand for right now. And you might not fully get it a hundred percent, you might not fully believe me 100%, but you're just going to have to watch me. You're just going to have to see it. And don't don't worry about being called inauthentic. Don't worry about people saying that you're not genuine. If you really are genuine, if you really do want to help people grow, you really want to help people change, you really want to inspire people, you really want to uplift people, you really do uh, see a light in other people you really found a light in yourself and a way of walking in yourself and uh want to help other people do they thing do it you really want to be this career that people never saw you as or never thought that you could be keep on doing it you really want to be this thing that people keep on what you want to be a what you want to start a what you want to do a what nobody is responsible for seeing your vision that's your job to make them see it. That's your job to make them say, oh, okay, that boy a superstar, that girl a rock star. That's not their job to see it at first. That's your job to bring that and manifest that and bring that into fruition. It's your job to establish that through your fidelity, through your consistency. And through your consistency, you confront their ideas that were their, 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 their former ideas. That's how you confront their former ideas. This whole conversation has been about confrontation. Effective ways to confront. Seeing confrontation as more than a bad word. 
aggressive. As Amina pointed out, there's a difference, a difference between being aggressive and being assertive. Knowing what you want, knowing what you require, and standing up for it. Whether that's what you require from your friend group, what you require from the world, or what you require from yourself. We are all in the same wave. You know I love you. You know we always got on really well, even even though I was a bit of a nut. <laughs> um, but guys, I love I love all of y'all, actually. I love the people here. I love the people that's going to listen. I love the people that came in on the top, and I was a little bit late. I apologize. Um uh, but y'all could catch it on IGTV. Y'all could. De- I'm gonna put this on IGTV, and this episode will be up on Good Radio on Spotify as well. This is going to be episode um, 001 of Good Radio Live, and I think we're gonna do this on. I think we'll do this every Sunday night. Sunday's a good a good space, right? Feeling rejuvenated, you know, feeling feeling nice and feeling ready to hit the week. So so this week, I think I'll do this too. I'll give like a nice little week week lens. For this for this week, how about we focus on healthy ways that we can confront people and things that we have been putting off on confronting for a while. Confronted without fear, confronted without wavering, and confronted without um without hate. Confronted from a real place. First, confronted in yourself. Make sure that you're not doing it. Make sure that you're not guilty of it. Make sure you check yourself first. And then confront that thing head on. And stand for what you believe. Believe, you know, believe what you stand for. And um, other than that, thank y'all for checking in. Y'all could always hit me up on a DM. If you want to be on uh, the actual good, uh, good radio podcast, if you have a story or anything you want to share, please come on. And, um, and... Uh, yeah, a little bit after dinner talk. Please come on, and, and the platform is always open for any and everybody. No story is too small. No story is too big. Come on and, and talk to us. Uh, as for this episode, it's over. I love y'all so much. My DM is always open. If you're anytime you want to talk, you talk, you, you, you reach out to me, and we good. I love you. I appreciate you. I love all of y'all. Guys, have a wonderful night. Check out the podcast. If you haven't, the link's in the bio. Y'all, y'all keep on checking it out. Let's end this how we always end this. See good. Do good. See good. Wait, what? (laughs) Think good. See good. Do good. But most importantly, be good. I love y'all so much. Peace. I'll be back on live a little bit later to talk.